Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the next big episode of the Yonko Table, episode three, season zero. I'm your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. As per usual, fellow Yonko coming in, Grand Master Hoop. How are you, Grand Master Hoop? Hey, doing all right, Dr. Jace. Thank you for asking. Glad to be back. Hey, lovely returns. But hey, this episode is actually really special because we have a very special super Nova guest. For those of you that don't know what supernovas are, go watch One Piece. You're going to love it. But we have a supernova guest in our podcast right now for episode three, introducing Darce. How are you doing, Darce? What? Well, I'm so happy to be part of this show. I'm a fan. I've been listening to you guys, and I'm uh, I'm glad to be giving in some input on this WandaVision. Hey, we're, you're more than welcome to give whatever input you have, man, because this... <laughs> This week's episode, ooh. crazy. Mm-hmm. There I think a was a lot going on, yeah. Yeah, a lot of doors keep opening. I know. Every time they answer one question, three more pop up. He's like, come on, give us a break here. I agree, I agree. You want to bring us into this uh, episode, episode seven, uh, Grandmaster Who? Yeah, sure. Okay, so, you know, we left off uh, last week with... Uh, Pietro coming on. Pietro. But you're literally air quoting. I am air quoting. Pietro. Correct, because I still <laughs> have my, uh, you know, doubts about him being. Pietro, we don't. We don't know what's going on with him. There, there's a little bit of a fishy stuff going on with this Pietro. And, if it, and again, yes. If anything, this episode has continued to, you know, wave that question mark over his head. But where we left off in the last episode. Um, clearly Wanda has her doubts about him too. Vision is trying to break through the barrier and have, you know, S.W.O.R.D. come in and help these people who are trapped. And then, of course, we have the big Wanda expands. Power surge. What? Power mm-hmm. surge, good way to put it, yes. I mean, mm-hmm. this just, mm-hmm. just shows how flippin' strong Wanda really is. Yes. Like, Thanos destruction level strong, you know? Well, I yeah. Mean, she's not destroying anything. She's but like bending. She's bending reality. Yes. Maybe she was touched by the reality stone instead of the mind stone. That's a good point. <laughs> and the thing is, Didn't we've seen this that. stuff from, from Wanda, like in the movies. It's just we're getting more, I guess, expansion in a way through the show. We're like we're really seeing, as Darcy pointed out, like this, <laughs> this girl's powerful. She's really, really strong. And, and I mean, that's what I love about the show so far. They keep expanding on her powers, showing what she can do. And she's not someone to be messed with at all. No. And I mean, like, even if you look back at Age of Ultron, when they were talking about the twins, um, she was mentioning all of this, you know, these things about Wanda and her gifts and stuff. And he's like, huh? She's like, he's fast and she's weird. Like, there's really no way to describe <laughs> Wanda's powers. It's it's all over the place that's a good reference point i forgot she was just labeled as weird because really looking at where we are with wanda now it's untapped she's been untapped potential this whole entire time yeah because they left her to having what telekinesis and a little bit of telepathy to like yeah and just creating illusions and whatnot but just a melting pot of chaos yeah yeah they really i feel wow a melting pot of chaos i actually that's Mm -hmm. (laughs) i like that too (laughs) but here we are the uh the hex has expanded vision is back in the hex mm-hmm. and fast forward he, and he's now. okay in the vex he's okay yeah, that's the important part he's yes okay. he's because again as we said before 
he's the anchor, you know. She cannot function without some form of a, you know, live vision in her reality. So she needs a sense of home inside this hex. Correct. Because, I mean, yes. as you can see at the end of the episode, we see kind of why she needs like the sense of home. Mm-hmm. And again, Wanda, she's grieving. So here, I think episode seven, uh, and we can get right into it now, does a great job at Wanda is tired. She is. She looks exhausted in this episode. Mm-hmm. And she really, this is probably the episode where she's really just been kind of not at the forefront, I would say. She's just kind of taking yeah. it all in. Yeah. It's, it, it, the beginning of the episode, sorry to interrupt, but like the beginning of the episode, when they were doing like the whole um, opening scene, like what is that called? Like the mockumentary? Yeah, mockumentary. but like the mockumentary, but with like the, the slides and. Um, you know how like each TV show starts off with like that. <laughs> I don't look at me oh, like the, that. Oh, the the intro. Like the, yes, the intro. Yes, oh, sorry. This, yeah, this intro <laughs> this time it was literally all Wanda. Ah, and then and Vision then Vision was, at the very then, end. Mm-hmm, that's actually a good eye. Yeah, they did do that. And and you actually how you point that out, Vision was really the B plot of this episode. Yeah, oh, 100%. Like, Vision and... He was a guest character instead of... Yes, <laughs> Vision and Darcy's little subplot trying... One I thought was hilarious. Oh, okay. uh, real quick, I thought they... I found the mockumentary style quite funny. Uh, it was. It was pretty good. Because we, we went from what? Like, Malcolm in the Middle 90s sitcom last week. Yes. And now we're in mockumentary territory, like Modern Family. Yes, Modern Family, and that opening definitely gave me office vibes I, I was gonna say the jingle of it sounded more office parks and rec mm-hmm. type vibes than yes mm-hmm. anything else um i don't know if you ever watch arrested development but i don't think you saw I, okay. I, have, I have the same thought just them driving around in that clown, in the car, clown car in the clown car <laughs> yep. okay i feel validated thank you yes no you're fine i i, I hope most fans caught on to that but you know again each WandaVision episode does a really good job at being very unique in its own sense and giving you, a, it's, it's still the same overarching story. Right, right. it's all connected. And I think the it's short just... part also kind of helps keep it in line too, you know, like right. you have all right. these subdivisions, but when S.W.O.R.D. comes like on screen, it's like, oh, that's right, we are watching like a Marvel movie, you know, a yes. Marvel show. And, you know, mm-hmm. they are watching it, too. As we right. pointed out last week, we are the kind of like the sword agents. We're trying to get a handle on what is going on. And this episode gave us a couple more answers. Yeah, it definitely did. It did. Um, but what, what's interesting that you bring up that people are watching it, they kind of broke the fourth wall a little bit with an interview question. They did. Sitting on the couch. Um, but interesting enough, Who's watching it in S.W.O.R.D.? Because the main person that was running, you know, the whole broadcast signal was Darcy. Darcy. And Darcy, in the beginning of the, or at the end of last episode, you saw, she went through the hex. So, who's kind of, like, now keeping tabs of what incarnation is going on inside of the hex? Especially since it now got huge. I don't know if you saw, like, when they did, like, the, like, the back angles of it, like, it's mm-hmm. not just like a small hex that's like, you know, mm-hmm. as tall right. as a light post. It is now like huge, like up in the stratosphere. Yes. Right. Um, it's pretty massive. And yeah. I mean, they they really like it kind of makes you wonder um, 
who, who, like, like what you said, who exactly is watching this? Because kind of like similar to the mockumentary type of thing that we got going on here, um, the episode doesn't just focus on Wanda. There are segments where like the show is focusing on these different characters. Mm -hmm. So who's actually in control of that? Because I doubt Wanda is going to be in control of uh, the show, the Wanda show focusing on uh, Vision trying to make his way over to where she is. And as we've seen throughout the episode, she's been impeding his progress yeah. trying to make it home. So I was going to say, she was impeding. That was so funny. That was, that was hilarious. <laughs> Like, oh what's man! Next, puppies, <laughs> puppies. We got we got a, a school line going through there. We got the, the traffic light. That was hilarious. <laughs> I thought that was. Um, if anything, uh, talking about who could be watching, and again, I'm sure we're gonna deep dive as oh, far as are. the bigger uh, overall impact here. I don't want to. Oh gosh, are are we jumping to the end of the episode? Are we ready? Well, for that? well, well. No, 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 let's no. let's let's go through all the things about sure. the episode, sure. and then what? Because the last part, I'm sure anyone yes. has seen it. That, I feel yes. Huge, be yeah. huge. Okay. Yeah. Um, Monica goes back through. Oh well. Okay, real quick. Monica and I read up on this. That is the physicist, the astrophysicist that she was talking about. Who, who's that? Oh yeah, that, the, the person that she was wanting, like calling over the phone the last two mm -hmm. episodes. There was okay. a girl. It was the girl who yep. came with the yeah, rover. No, no, no. So here's the thing. Now, Marvel is very detail oriented, right? Very. Yeah. In previous episodes, because I had to literally rewatch them before I came here, um, <laughs> she said, "Oh, I have my guy," and you know, like with Marvel, especially with like Captain Marvel, how they're very like correct on the verbiage and like the pronouns that they use mm -hmm. for people mm -hmm. i don't think she that was like uh an accident for her saying oh i got my guy and it's you know this like that girl yeah the captain, i think yeah. i mm, think okay it may be i don't know people have been telling me like oh it's definitely reed richards and i would love to Which see john Krasinski <laughs> even didn't say that last uh, wait, we said did john we... but <laughs> it seems like it's leaning more towards blue marble and you probably need to speak more on that. I am not familiar with Blue Marvel. I am not familiar at all either. Go on, Supernova Dars. So Blue Marvel is, um, I, if I'm not mistaken, he's part of the Illuminati group of Marvel. He's like one of the masterminds. He has his PhD. He has okay. superpowers as well. And he's a love interest for Photon, which is who- So I, okay, so I do know, I do know, I know who you're talking about. I didn't know his name was Blue Marvel. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I, I, I can see that theory, because um, again, as Dr. J pointed out too, do they want to roll out the Fantastic Four initially through Wandavision, or do through they this, deserve? Right. Do they deserve? You know, they're um, they are getting a film, but do they deserve a grandiose introduction versus? See, I think everyone's kind of tired of these whole like, you know origin movies sure. of oh yeah fantastic four is that the one with jessica Alba? like okay right like, we, this would be the third see, time right <laughs> right right so like they i think what they want is to have the first marvel family because they were the first characters in marvel to that's be true. published that's on true. a comic book mm -hmm. so if you get the first marvel family to like creep in there at the very end they're like hey this whole interdimensional you know multiverse thing is affecting us like i'm reed richards i can help you like 
I think that would be a really cool tie-in. And if it's not in WandaVision, it's definitely going to be in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. All because right. Fantastic Four has been on the, the slate for movies coming out. It, it is. It mm-hmm. is. Yes. Phase four. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, you know, wow. now that you mentioned that, I mean, Marvel's no stranger to doing that with some of their previous characters. I mean, look at Spider-Man. Spider-Man, we had the same origin story told multiple times. We had Sam Raimi trilogy, and then we had Andrew Garfield. And I mean, how many times you had to see Uncle Ben, you know, bite the dust? So, oh gosh, <laughs> Marvel's ben. like <laughs> Uncle Ben. <laughs> well, this dust time we got a different Uncle Ben. His name was Tony Stark. Oh man. Oh no. Yes. Either way, Peter always gets screwed with his father figures. Oh gosh. I, okay, we're digressing a little. Yeah, sorry. No, you're you're right. fine. I'm not trying to cry over Uncle Ben, which is fine. No, um, but, that, but but you see, like that whole Reed Richards theory, I guess it can still hold some weight because again, they Marvel has shown instead of just rehashing the same old origin story that people somewhat already have an idea of, let's kind of introduce this big character in either a movie or a, now a TV show, because now they're dishing out TV shows left and right for Marvel. Let's just do that, introduce them through there. And then when we have the main movie where they star in, that's where, you know, we already have an idea of who all these characters are. And we don't have to like spend the first 45 minutes building up how the thing had all these rocks slapped onto him and now he's um, a freak. <laughs> and I think they did really well with Monica yes. making her, you know, they alluded to her cells were being manipulated. Yes. And mm-hmm. honestly, that sequence of her first, you know, trying it, to get out. That was really good. The, the was rover. Really good. I like And yeah. then she's like, I'm good. I've already been manipulated. Yeah. It's only not letting the rover through because it has yet to be changed. I have already been changed. And she runs through and she has all these flashbacks and gonna, memories. I'm not gonna lie, that was mm-hmm. kind of not emotional, but it was like no, I felt it. Anyway, you I, know? I, like, I felt it, yeah. Even I hearing cry, Captain Marvel in the yeah. background say, like, you know, out of all of the kids, she got the strongest kid. You yes. Know? And it was like, I, it was you feel like, it. You yeah, feel yeah. it. Like, yeah, they just kind of gloss over her transformation. Right. They gave you an emotional tug and they gave you a nice little callback. And she comes out, her eyes are glowing. Yeah. Wanda Ooh. tries to blast her and she's like oh my god here that was honestly i love that interaction because you know wanda she's she's very protective of what she has inside that you know little bubble of westview so she's in a way kind of threatening uh you know rambo to like you know leave and i kind of like it where she kind of uh, Rambo was like done playing games and she was like, okay, do it, bitch. Do it. Yeah. Like, she, do, she, it. She did. do it. You're right. I, I like, You're gonna throw me across out. the country again? Do it. I dare you. <laughs> Which is, you know, if she, if it does culminate to, you know, an all out, you know, little brawl between them, that'll be funny. She already showed she can withstand Wanda's powers a bit. A bit. Right. So, well, actually, Wanda was gonna break her legs. Cause... Slamming her into the ground. Wanda didn't know she had powers yet. She, she did not. Yeah, she, did not. She, didn't she, like... she didn't know what that was gonna do. She just went mm-hmm. boom. <laughs> that right. could have like made her uh, uh, paralyzed from the waist down. So, in references to power, um, we see Captain Marvel. Obviously, was known as one of the most powerful beings, especially at the end of Endgame. 
how strong she was. Mm-hmm. And she was created from an infinity stone. She was in, now, this, in this universe, so yes. Is, right, and so is Wanda. Wanda and Pietro. Yes. Which was kind of glanced over that, like, Pietro being <laughs> created by an infinity stone, mm-hmm. you know, wasn't really anything, like, he, he unfortunately passed within the first episode. Yes. Even though you hear people like Barry Allen with a fast metabolism that can kind of regenerate. Oh, in a, 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 gotcha. You're kind of wondering, right? is Pietro really bad? What's going on here? But, um, so now you have these children of the stones. <laughs> oh, is that what they're Essentially. No, not at all, but that's what I'm, I'm that's a That's a good name. I'm that's a good, yeah. I, I would coin that. <laughs> you have the children of the stones and then now is, would Monica be considered part of an infinity stone yes. or is she a, a granddaughter of it because she uh, she's, gets her power i would say a granddaughter because it wasn't I, a direct interaction with the stone just more right. so through wanda's powers which she got from that stone so, i, I yeah, would call I it kind of like a grandchild i would call it second degree right infinity stone okay <laughs> second degree i'm gonna be coining these terms in a couple of years and yeah this you, is good you heard yeah, it first here at the yonko table yeah we're let's, first, let's yeah, post yeah, this we, quick <laughs> yeah this is good she is second degree yeah hit by an infinity stone because wanda is an extension of the mind stone which mm-hmm. maybe you know mind reality and eh, word whatever but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, to, to be honest, though, like, that is a huge confusion because even, um, what's his name? The FBI detective and Darcy. Oh, Woo. Woo and Darcy, and, yeah. Woo woo. And Darcy were like, no, she manipulates people's minds. Mm. And they're like, no, look, her outfit's made out of Kevlar. Yeah. she went in with Kevlar. Right. And they're like, right. holy balls, because she would have to have a lot of power in mm-hmm. order to rewarp every single thing that goes in there. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like she doesn't necessarily have the mind power. So what, like, her getting her powers from the mind stone? I don't know. I feel like I, I mean, if we're talking, uh, I don't want to use the word evolve, but I am. If we're talking about evolution, nope. Nope. evolution, like Christians are cringing. Well, no, no, like you know, <laughs> like mutants mm-hmm. evolving. Her right. powers evolve over time true and a lot of times with as far as mutants go um they either develop their powers through puberty or through trauma and wanda has gone through through hella trauma so much even vision was like oh my gosh gosh, when darcy gave vision the the lowdown lowdown. (laughs) that was (laughs) She went through all that. Like, all I did was die. Like, <laughs> and it's like, oh, but then the guy rewound time and killed <laughs> and you again. Killed you again. And she and watched. <laughs> so, who knows where they can go from here? But I, hopefully, in the next episode, we see Monica come. I mean, she's barely scratched the surface of her powers. I don't think she's oh, realized she has powers. So, hopefully, right. she'll have to, you know she'll realize it and she's gonna have to come find him because where we mm-hmm. left off mm-hmm. no we're here man we're here we're, we're here i think we're... we covered all the major bases in the episode i think i think we're here to talk about the real meat of what all happened right. at the Bring end on. okay and they did not shy away you know Monica came on the scene and Agnes looks at her and went, oh no, bitch. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Like, we're not ending this. Like, we're I not ending this. episode seven. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, but man, the fans have called it. Um, I did see some people calling it. They, they were saying uh, there was some stuff going on with Agnes, and I was like, oh, really? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't see it. But hey, they, apparently they were right. They were right because right. Agatha Harkness is here. Agatha Harkness. And for those who are not familiar with Ag- Agatha, I mean, I was first introduced to Agatha watching X-Men Evolution mm-hmm. back that in Hill. That is where I vaguely remember her. I vaguely remember her from X-Men. That's the yeah, yeah, no, she, 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 the cat. It's these old Marvel shows, man. These old Marvel shows, they dip into the territory. She, She's a witch. She is a witch. She's a witch. She has a familiar, she's which is a cat. There was a cat in WandaVision. I don't know if you noticed, it was in the cage. No, or a bunny. I'm sorry, that was a bunny. It was so a bunny. Right, right, right. Yeah. They might have so, switched it to a bunny. And her cat's name was, I think, Ebony. Yes. So that is correct. Mm-hmm. And so the bunny, I guess, is now considered her familiar. Possibly. Which can potentially do the same thing that the familiar in the TV show did. I don't know if you remember that. Oh no! Listen, all I, all I, because I had a study up on Agatha. Um, <laughs> from my, from my understanding, especially from X Men Evolution, that's my crust of Agatha. Uh, she was Wanda's. <laughs> handler yeah she was her handler she didn't right. like Wanda to get out of control right. and upon further studying she's very much also kind of wanda's mentor so right uh, that was the main thing i picked up on like if there was any little thing that i remember about her character it was the whole mentor thing like yes. she was yeah she was wanda's mentor and so at this point you know she reveals oh she's been manipulating everything from the get-go any remember how we were talking about this twilight zone feel mm-hmm. was it mm-hmm. wanda or right and what, what you was... said in your last podcast when um what's his name from the place that vision was working oh for? uh norm when norm he was like she's mm-hmm. in my head but they never really specified they did not she that's right was. that's right we, we mentioned that mm-hmm. yeah so it could very much have been agatha now they didn't show show norm in that little flashback sequence of which one again? One of right. <laughs> it is so good with these songs, man. Uh, oh, the whole uh, Agatha, the Agatha intro thing they did at the end. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was pretty good. It like, was pretty good. It was Agatha all along. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah, I killed Sparky too. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> I'm like, no, that was the worst thing you could have. But I mean, like, it just shows how villainous that she can be and that's the thing is she going to be a villain or is she you know does she have more motives right now exactly why she's doing this exactly is she doing this to quote-unquote help wanda is she have her own ulterior motives uh all right so i'm ready for this part because this is my theory on it Ooh. all right lay it on marvel does a really good job with their villains of making them make mistakes and then coming to a realization of oh man like let me have my redemption arc right oh they do that so (laughs) something tells me that agatha might be working for someone else which we might dive dive into a little bit i'm sure we got one more (laughs) Mm -hmm. scene to cover then we can get into that Agatha might be working with someone else and she could potentially you know have these villainous motives but then come to a realization later and have that redemptive arc through the next two or three movies. I can see that. Sure. Right? I can I, I can so, definitely see that. Yeah. They tend to do that. She a lot could have villainous intent right now. Hopefully they don't 
do the same recycle stuff that Marvel tends to do with their other villains, where yes. they introduce go, them. Uh, and do it. No, go ahead. Go them. ahead. Keep going. And kill them. They just kill them at the end. They just uh. they just get rid of them. I'm hoping, you know, because I kind of like Agatha. I liked her up until this point. The whole and I like her even Agatha more now. Right now. <laughs> Everybody so, that is watching this is like, I identify as an Agatha. Like, they, they love Agatha. <laughs> She's perfect. I mean, she... Oh, man, I just... We'll, we'll have to wait and see. We have like two more episodes, two, right? Two episodes, more yeah, episodes. Eight, two more episodes. We still have two more episodes. Two, two hours off. I, hour I'm, I'm going to call it now. I feel like Marvel is not going to kill off Agatha. I no. felt like they built her up throughout this entire season. We still don't know what her motives are, but I feel like they've given so much character to Agatha as a person, and then now we, we're getting uh, getting to know her as a villain. I feel like that's just too much investment to just kill her off at the very end. So it's funny that you actually say that because Agatha is comically known to always die ah. and then oh. come out of oh. So oh. Like, like people would be like, oh good, she's gone. And then like literally the next week she's like, have you guys seen my cat? Like, it's like, what? I thought you were dead. What? <laughs> Bending reality. Hey. I guess she's, uh, what, uh, trick of the tray? Kind of. Like, I think that might be um, an extension of her witch powers. Yes. She's died through everything, like, Salem witch trials, through mm-hmm. all of that stuff as a backstory. But, and I don't know how off topic we can get on this, I think that she might be bringing us into this phase four, which could potentially lead to the hell dimension with Doctor Strange. So Ooh. there's a lot of characters in there, such as Hellstorm, um, Santana. See, I told you, uh, bringing this guy on was good. I told you. Hey, man, this is solid. This is. You have no, Nightmare in there. You have. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a there's a lot of characters that I think Marvel is going to start to dive into. And I, th- I was having this conversation with Ethan, like, I don't know, like a year and a half ago when we were talking about the different phases of Marvel, Mm. they have different things that they focus on. They do. Like the first phase was like, you know, establishing the characters on Earth. In a real world sense. Right. Second one was more of a cosmic. They started throwing in the cosmic elements with specifically Guardians. And then just, again, still kind of them functioning as a unit. And then also with Thor to the Mist... Like the mystical the, borderline science, the elf right. stuff, the dark yeah, elves. yeah, the dark elves, and then and then phase three was more of the Infinity Stones, like the yeah, Power mm-hmm. Saga, and I think we're going to be entering into the mystical saga, I, up with Doctor Strange, I think so, Vision, and all of these. Spider Man is going to have a multiverse, which I'm sure is going to be oh, connected to all this, yeah. as we previously stated. Ant Man in the Quantum Realm, ah, some, okay, yeah, some mysticism in it, so. I think that there, this is going to lead into that, and I'm calling it now on this podcast as a supernova guest star that this is going <laughs> to kind of lead into that hell dimension. Well, so the last scene, uh-huh. and I'm sure, Dr. Jace, you probably have your thoughts on this last scene, too. The mid credit scene. The, the first mid credit scene. The first mid credit scene, you're right. Uh-huh. Um, the right. first mid credit scene, we see quote-unquote, here I am air-quoting, Pietro, Pietro. Uh, sneak up on uh, Monica. What does he say? Snooper's gonna snoop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and also in the flashback, they show that Agatha sent Pietro 
Right. What does this mean? I'm starting to think this, you know, previously we said this is Pietro from the X-Men films. Um, right. Right. That's but I mean, Peter's right. And uh, my mind, uh, it's really hard for me to lock this down, but I'm thinking he's not Pietro. Right. Uh, not not the not the Pietro from Aaron Taylor this Johnson universe Pietro. or anything. He's not history. he's he's yeah, he's not he's not Wanda's brother, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and he's not Evan Peters. However, I believe Agatha pulled his likeness from a different dimension. Oh, interesting. But with that okay. said though, there were I and I read up on some theories about some of the shots. There was a fly on the window. When Wanda was like, you know, sitting in Agatha. I remember that. It was when she saw the bunny and then she looked at the window and she saw yes. that giant ass fly. Mm-hmm. And there is the theory that there's one character I'm sure you can speak on, uh, Dars, that he comes in the form of a fly every so often. And that is Mephisto. Iron Man. Oh. Oh, Iron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the wrong track. Go ahead. Mephisto. Well, Mephisto is well, his his nickname also is Beazelbub, the Lord of the Flies. So he does come as a fly a lot of times. Ooh. Right. Go ahead and explain. Give us a little backstory on Mephisto real quick. So Mephisto is one of the lords of this hell dimension, right? So we always like we hear about like you know heaven and paradise and then hell and torment and all that stuff mm -hmm. so one of the dimensions that i think dr strange either flew through or like you know he's going to experience and especially it's huge in the comic books is the hell dimension and in the hell dimension you have mephisto you have um azazel who's in x-men first class mm. oh yes yes azazel, um, yes right technically nightcrawler's dad but yes. he teleports back and forth between those dimensions um, oh anytime he teleports anytime he teleports he goes through Got those it. dimensions mm -hmm. okay um, there's hellcat hellstorm um santana and in the comic books wanda like one of the versions wanda's mom natalia maximoff she's like a witch in the hell in like the hell dimension oh and so she okay oh. her child over to magneto and it's like one of those things where it's like there's some mysticism there's like some you know that's that's what made her the twin like she wasn't really supposed to be there like mm -hmm. she doesn't have any mag right magnetism powers got it so how does she have these really strong omega level powers mm -hmm. if it's not like kind of sent from somewhere else so this could I mean, this is probably like super deep into like the lore type of thing, but like this could kind of lead into a lot of characters, especially since I think we were talking about how Nightmare is going to be one of the characters in the Multiverse Madness. Okay. So mm -hmm. um, you can also listen in in the Halloween episode. Um, Evan Peters kept on saying like, "Run, my little demon spawns." Oh, like, oh, oh. All of this stuff, like he would, he would allude to a dots. lot of like hellish things. Like oh. he would be like, "Oh man, like this, this, has this sounds like a terrible this has nightmare." Like he would choose his wording very carefully, Ooh. and like, I mean, I know like his hairstyle was like very, you know, like old school comic booky, but it kind of is horn, like it's it kind of looked horns. like devil horns, yeah, when yeah. he spiked it up. 
So, I mean, and the fact that we're bringing back a lot of people from the dead. From the dead. I kind of think that Westview was mainly a cemetery town. And when Wanda and Agatha came over, they kind of brought all these people back. And that's why, you know, Norm is freaking out. Like, I have to call my sister. I haven't heard from her in a while. Like, maybe it's because he never got a chance to hear from her. Maybe it's because he was dead. Wow. So this could all kind of, like, allude to, like, this whole dead porridge thickens yeah and and doctor strange is supposed to be a horror movie yes they've been wanting doctor strange to be a horror movie for the longest time. i hope i hope they deliver on that front with that movie when it comes out that's i feel like doctor strange is slow like every time we get something new in this marvel universe with wandavision or just any of the movies or the tv shows that are coming out it keeps building up doctor strange and the multiverse and I'm hoping they deliver on it. I really well, hope they, they, they get with the horror aspect on it's it. It's Sam. Sam. It is Sam. It's Sam. It is. Yeah. Sam. Like, what's interesting enough before I came here, I kind of cheated. Um, I <laughs> saw the promo trailer for the next episode, and Doctor Strange's voice is in there. Oh, stop. I didn't even know they had promo uh, trailers. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. His, he was, uh, he said, it was like, it was a scene from um, Avengers Endgame that oh. said something about, like, you only have one chance. Oh, okay. Stop it right there. So, I don't oh, know. my God. I don't We're know. going down I'm the rabbit hole. Be Jesus. Heck no. There's, can you imagine? Dr. If J. they... Oh. No, if, if, that's the thing. If they, if they take these shows and they introduce these heavy-hitting Marvel hero players yes. and uh-huh. then they tie into the movies... I, I I will need a new pair of pants. Oh, I'm sorry. It. Yeah, like I'll lose the amazing thing about it, you know. Like, and I think that's the direction that Marvel's gonna want to take because, well, you can't fit too much information in a two-hour movie. You can't, but you definitely right. can in a in a series, ten-hour oh, TV oh show. God. And I'll say this, and this will also, you know, kind of segue into one of our grand line tales. Um, you know, the previous Marvel shows did not do a great job at incorporating the bigger picture of as far as like the movies go you know we never saw we saw nick fury appear on agents of shield Mm -hmm. and i honestly can't think of any other appearances from lady lady i mean it was from main main characters oh from the movies yes or just any new okay yeah, I, but I, I, I know they had Ghost Rider in there. That was about. But it. you know, right? But Ghost Rider was oh, introduced. Oh, he's another one in the hell in the yes. hell dimension. <gasps> right. Oh, I love Ghost Again, the theories I will get blown. But you know, if they were to bring in Doctor Strange <laughs> in the next two episodes of Wandavision, uh-huh. I, that really speaks volumes to just the potential of the, all of these shows. All these shows, oh, correct? 100%. Because yeah, you know. But and, and you know what? It's I was just having this, this discussion earlier too. Like, WandaVision, I'm like so hyped for because, like, you have like, oh, what is going to happen next episode? They like leave you on a cliffhanger so much. And I'm, I was looking at Winter Soldier and the Falcon and I'm like, okay, like, I know I'm going to be like left on a cliffhanger because it's on the plot of like the TV show, but like, how are they going to really incorporate other characters into this? Mm-hmm. But if you it, can it incorporate kind of... movie characters into this, like this, this could be huge. I mean, as of what right a, now, what a stark contrast from what we were thinking about early on with uh, WandaVision. I mean, I don't know about you guys. First couple episodes, I, I, I was not into it. Oh, <laughs> like I liked it. I liked it. 
but, but you know, you, we I, had no idea where it would could where, where it could go. go. Where we are now, oh my god, night and day difference. <laughs> and I mean, like I'm I'm on Twitter and I see people like freaking out every like every single Friday they're talking about WandaVision. I'm like, man, this thing is like way more popular than I thought it would be. You know, Marvel mm-hmm. again, they did a good job. All they did was hype it up as oh, Wanda and Vision living these, you know. 50s, 60s sitcoms, you know, we're going to call back to all your favorite TV shows, mm-hmm. and then bam, they just, they said, bop! Bombs! Like bombs! Boom! Bombs, boom. yeah, man! And they're not letting go. They are not letting go. Now, real quick, and again, uh, Darsh, you could probably speak on this more than Dr. <laughs> Jason and I. Can you explain <laughs> the connection of Mephisto and the twins, Billy and Tommy. Oh, I don't want to. That's please, so sad. Please do. Dr. <laughs> J, do you know, you know about this? I, I do not, and that's why we have Dars here to explain everything. Go on, Go Dars. Make us this cry. This is good. This is good stuff. Go ahead. So, um, in the comic books, uh, Wanda, she kind of bent reality to have the twins, but when she had the twins, it wasn't necessarily all 100% <clears throat> like normal for her to have kids. Um, He's a synthesoid. It was was a little bit of Mephisto's soul that went into these kids. So these kids, their lives aren't really theirs. It's, they have to like kind of, they owe their lives to Mephisto because he's the one who kind of created them. So at the very end, he basically does like what Greek mythology did with Cronus. (laughs) He eats them. He eats the kids and he just absorbs their soul. (laughs) And that's where Wanda goes ballistic, freaking crazy. She like this, this, this is in the comics, right? In the yeah, comics. in the comics. This okay. is the House of M we were talking about. House All of M. He whispers right, right. is no more mutants, and just like that, every single mutant disappeared out of existence. So that's how powerful, like Omega level Scarlet Witch is. You know? But that's where it seems like we're going. At the end of the episode, I, Wanda says, "Where are the kids?" Yeah. And what there was a door down there? A hellish looking door? Yeah, it was like a purple purple looking Yeah, door. yeah. Not only that, you saw this mystical book covered in Wanda's Aura, right? Yeah, her aura thing. So that means when she went and manipulated the uh, her surroundings, she must have accidentally manipulated one of Agatha's books that could potentially lead to Agatha being stuck there or potentially lead to her being like not being able to summon Mephisto like there could be a lot of things around it but um yeah it's definitely leading to a spookier vibe for the next episode I'm, I'm scared for it's gonna days. be such I'm the longest wait to get to that episode <clears throat> oh yeah be this so long oh, oh god yeah no this ain't gonna be good but again WandaVision is doing a really good job at you know just bringing back the viewers and answering questions and leaving us with more questions to the point where with two episodes left and they are reported to be an hour long each what more can they give us how are they going to leave us by the finale and the overall impact of what's going on is so great what more can they do to us at this point so, I tip my hand to Marvel because they're killing it. They're killing it. They are. They are killing it with this show. So, I mean, hey, we'll we'll wait and see what 
WandaVision has in store, episode eight, but I'm excited. Dars is excited. Oh, I'm so excited. GM's <laughs> excited. Dars. <laughs> we, sure. We're all excited. So, hey, let's wait and see what happens there. But I think we covered everything with uh, WandaVision so far. Uh, we're going to transition over to some of our Grand Line tales. Uh, these are like smaller little bits Ooh. of bitty stories. Yeah. They're like little things that happen throughout the week. And, you know, they're not as big as WandaVision, as you can obviously tell. But, so wait, you, know, you mean like talking about things like, I don't know, Ted Cruz going to Mexico type of things? Or more nerdy things like Netflix well, getting the rights well, to Marvel? Any- or Marvel getting the rights mm-hmm. to Netflix? Ah, Ah, Ooh. there's our first. Well, oh, well I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't care about Ted Cruz. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <that's laughs> me, 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 me personally, I'm okay. I, I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent. I saw it. I'm like, oh, okay. Expected. Moving on. I was, I was done. Hypocrisy. But yes, yes. <laughs> Netflix, Netflix, Marvel characters are their rights are going back to Marvel. No, uh, no, they're, course. they're back. They're back. They are back. They're back. They're, yes. They're all back. They're all back, and by all, of course, there's the, you know the, the heavy hitters, the 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 daredevils, the Luke the Cage, Punisher. the Punisher, so Jessica Jones. A lot Jones. of these rumors that fans were having, they're looking to be a little bit more true. I mean, the the biggest rumor as far as these characters go, I Charlie Cox mm-hmm. either was cited or he's just rumored. To maybe appearing in the third Spider-Man film. Right. I heard the Charlie Cox one. I heard that one. And if they're gonna take any of the original Netflix uh, Marvel characters, let it be Charlie Cox. Let it be Charlie <laughs> I, I Cox. Think, I think he, Charlie he was Cox. So good. Yeah. Out of all of them, he was easily the best. His series was the most consistent in terms of quality. Um, yes and uh and i mean the guy's perfect the guy was amazing i i loved it i, I think uh me and uh gm we went to go see him one time at one of the comic cons we did tampa bay Comic-Con. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah we met him yeah we, we met him we, I, I didn't no. know he was british blew my mind <laughs> yes I he's british so you can't yes it's british. are you kidding me <laughs> Oh man, but like it was him and uh A Lodi Young. A Lodi Young. Right. She played Electra in the Electra. series. Mm-hmm. And quite, uh quite a treat. It was quite a treat. But wasn't there one more person there? Or was it just them two? On Amazon Music. I'm sorry, can you repeat that one more time? <laughs> we have our Amazon Alexa, device that uh, wants he, to participate he, in the conversation. Of course. We we have a four we have a fourth supernova in the background, <laughs> Alexa. Um but uh but no like uh wasn't there a third person there at that uh at that um, degree i could have sworn there was no, one more but i think john bernthal was supposed to be there he was actually, he couldn't he show was it. and he didn't make it right, which was really right. sad because you know you said charlie cox is definitely you know top tier of all those marvel characters from netflix mm-hmm. john right. bernthal is probably second for me I, yeah, I agree I, I loved his take for Punisher. Mm-hmm. And good. honestly, I really hope to see Daredevil in Spider-Man 3 defending Peter Parker. I mean, it's about time because Daredevil has been in so many different Spider-Man um, comics in yeah. the past. Mm-hmm. Oh so my Deadpool. God. Deadpool has been in a ton. Yeah. 
And there's, mm-hmm. there's rumor of him even hopping in on this next Spider-Man movie. Oh, <laughs> funny enough. Rumor. There's rumors of it. He might be the next <laughs> Stan Lee where he's in every single one of them. Just like, yeah. yes. oh man. Being a little well, bigger. <laughs> we'll see with that. Honestly, my first, my first exposure to Daredevil, funny enough, was in the original Spider-Man game on That's PS1. On PlayStation. Yeah. Yes. That was that was the first one I saw. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, who's that guy? He kind of looks like Spider-Man, but all red, and he looks like a devil. And he Daring. was swinging. He had. A, he was yeah, swinging he was too. Swinging he was swinging. The, the, the Billy Club. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Who is this guy? And my dad's like, that's Daredevil. He's blind. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> He's blind. Well, how does he fight? Daredevil for top tier perfection for Netflix. Um, would we want to see all of them come back? I mean, there's rumors no. that Jessica Jones is going to be coming in with She-Hulk. So, oh. Um, I mean, oh, you know, okay. there's both badass and females. fighting females. And, and well, that's the thing, too. If we if The rumors that we're hearing, are these the Netflix versions of these characters coming back? Or oh. are these rebooted? characters mm. is marvel gonna hit the reset button on these well you know what i mean with wandavision you know kind of recasting some characters oh, you never know you never know if they mm-hmm. are going to bring people from different dimensions and be like oh yeah like this but is- that's the thing is that these netflix shows i mean it's very loose as far as the connectivity to the uh you know i always hated that, that. Yeah, that, that. they 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 were wrong for that. Yeah, the, the it was world. it was aggravating because like it at was. least in the beginning, it was it, it was fine, right? It, it, like early on, because like Avengers was still the most recent, you know, film, and mm-hmm. so the movies are uh, the, the Netflix series wasn't about like the, uh, the 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 bigger Marvel characters. It was about these smaller stories. So you would hear on occasion, oh yeah, the the attack on New York. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the big green guy. Oh yeah, the Star Spangled. Ba-. You, you you would hear that stuff. And that was fine. But when you get like three seasons in to some of these shows, two seasons. They stopped caring. Uh, I, I did. They, they, either, they either stopped mentioning anything or they kept repeating the same thing. I think in Jessica Jones, like in season three, they were still saying the big green guy spiel. I'm like, come on. Are you yeah, serious? Like, are you serious? Were, they, were they not allowed to say it? But- I feel like they weren't. I feel like they I were not allowed, and again, like, it's, you can't whoa. say the Super Bowl, you have to say the big game. You know, yeah. that's 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 interesting because in Luke Cage, what's his name? Cottonmouth was like, oh, courtesy of Hammer Industries, Justin Hammer. Yeah, from Iron Man Two. That's yeah. a direct like link. So, with mm-hmm. that said, there is connectivity, and. I would hate to see any of them be recast, whether or not I like the shows or not. I think in it does hands, keep that continuity a little bit. I yeah. like continuity, yeah, but I think in one of the, like uh, I think it was when they were talking with Agents of Shield. It gets so hard sometimes to like sit in a room, have like these ideas, and then when it comes to actual production days, like things can go wrong, things get like backtracked. You have to like slow down things. Like it's not going to be as cohesive as you know like us nerds planning it out like talking about what? it but you're right like, <laughs> they're going to be like talking and mentioning certain things then they need to like stick with it but like um i think he's going to be the next blade isn't he oh mahershala yeah oh, oh that's, right. that's right that's right oh i can't wait the can't councilwoman wait. who was in the first season of luke cage alfred she was, woodard she was in civil war civil war you're right 
talking about oh. her son in Sokovia. So like, mm-hmm. it's hard because some of these actors get recycled and reshuffled a lot. They do. So mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure if these Netflix characters are gonna make it. I think Charlie Cox and maybe Jessica Jones. But you know, I don't, I don't, I don't need them to have another show. I just need right. them incorporated. Right. Right. To let us I, know, like, oh yeah, like and we don't these need, characters like, the did exist the main while ones. Wanda was having her vision and episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like just let it be that the, the, these universes are shared, and with the whole multiverse theory, they can at this point, do that. It, they can be shared. Yeah, you know, especially with Spider-Man and the Spider Verses. But I, I personally would love to see Charlie Cox. I love Mike Coulter as well as Luke Cage, and I love John Bernthal as Punisher. Those three I would love to see. Uh, what, I'm sorry, um, Kristen Ritter did a great job too, and I would love to see her come back. Mm-hmm. I would love to see them all. That's just me. Yeah, Iron Fist, I can leave him behind. No, I'm just I, kidding. Yeah, I did not mention him. <laughs> I did not mention him. There was a reason why we did it. Oh, and I'm sorry. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Mr. Murdoch. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Oh my God, Mr. Kingpin. Kingpin. King, listen, listen. With phenomenal role. With that. with Kingpin, I'll admit I did enjoy his character, but then it, it got a little bit ridiculous towards the third season where yeah. people started memeing it, where like one of Kingpin's henchmen comes in and he's like, "Oh, Mr. Kingpin, uh, you have a or I'm sorry, Mr. Fist, you got a, a package in the mail today." And then he gives that long, quiet stare at his henchman, and he tells him, when I was a boy. <laughs> I'm like, yo, man, I mean, if you want to monologue, be my guest, but by the third season, I'm, I'm, it, it kind of, I get it, you have layers. You're, you're an ogre, you have layers, I understand. I totally get it. Your, your kingpin's pretty good. <laughs> Wait, my kingpin? Yeah, your kingpin impression is pretty good. Oh man, I gotta keep building off of that. Maybe I can replace him one day. Um, but yeah, so we'll see <laughs> what happens with these characters. Fingers crossed. We will, we will, we will. So, uh, moving on to our next Grand Live Tale, we got a couple trailers that hit this week. It was quite busy in terms of trailers. Uh, yes. First one up, we got Cruella. I was not expecting that. Um, it seems to be going for like an origin story, right? Yeah, yes. they, they kind of wanted to give you, and I'm loving that Disney's doing this, they're giving you kind of like why these villains are considered villains. And are they even really considered villains? Like Maleficent, her story? I'm that's so, that's the that first thing, thing I got. I, I thought Maleficent's story was very cool because it was like, all right, you have this like character that's supposed to be super evil, but like, is she though? Like, Do you really? Who's the real villain? But yeah, but with like, this Cruella uh, one, she definitely looks like she's the real villain because she's crazy. Like, oh, she has like she, her mascara. Yeah, all, it, it, might, all over the place. it might give some insight on what made her crazy, kind of like a Joker true. origin story. Right. I kind of think the guy. you hit like a key word there, like Joker. Like they're giving her character more of that Joker vibe. Like when I was watching yeah. it, I'm like, okay, this is the Joker meets Hunger Games because like her whole dress like caught <laughs> on fire and. <laughs> Oh right. man, that was probably the most. That was probably the best scene in the trailer. I, I did not expect. That. I was like, oh yeah, that's like Hunger Games. Yeah. I'm indifferent. I'm sorry. Right. Um, ooh, I, I, ooh. I mean, ooh. listen. Um, it is overplayed. This whole em- empathy for the villains. It's overplayed. Okay. 
And I'll tell you right now, I am not going to empathize with Corella DeVille. She wants to kill a bunch of dogs and she wants to kill a bunch of animals for fur coat. I don't care what your backstory well, is. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm well, not going to be on your side. But, uh, but see, that, that, was, that was the first thing that I thought of when I was seeing this. Because I was like, oh, is this going to be one of those movies that makes me try to empathize with a villain that like wants to kill animals for her stuff? But kind of like with Maleficent. I mean, look at Maleficent. Our OG Maleficent. She was evil incarnate. I didn't, <laughs> you like, know? I didn't like Angelina Jolie's movie. Get oh, out of this oh, podcast. No. Are you kidding me? Oh, she was no. great. You're fired. No, she was good. <laughs> I didn't care for the movie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's fair. Yeah, the, the movie was all right. I liked it. But um, but you see, like, at least uh, plot-wise, they didn't make her this generic villain that is just pure evil. Like, the way she's represented in almost any form of media. I mean, for God's sake, in Kingdom Hearts, she's the leader of the Heartless. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> like, so, so at least in the Maleficent movie, they're like, okay, there's, it's not black and white. There are some shades of gray in here. So with Cruella, I'm thinking, okay, maybe they might like, yeah, she, the, the Dalmatians clearly hate her in the trailer. So there has to be some tie to the fur coats, but maybe there's a little bit more to her than meets the eye. I don't know. Uh, I, I I'm, I'm basing it off of how they went with Maleficent and I'm thinking, okay, Maybe this might be worth a watch, and I might empathize with her. Maybe. I will say Emma Stone looks stunning, and she looks like she fits very well into the role. So she is. Mm-hmm. I will probably watch just to see how Emma Stone does. That is my draw. So I'll give them okay. that. I'll give them that. That's, that's my final thoughts on the Corella trailer. Okay. Okay. Dars, did you see the Corella trailer? I did. I, I'm excited to see more of it. I kind of want to see. Right. Um, I guess when whenever they release it, I'm, I'll I'll probably do the same thing. I'll watch it mainly for Emma Stone because I freaking love her. But um, she she's fantastic. She really is. There's, I, I just love seeing the devil's advocate of things. Like oh. I love seeing the mm-hmm. other side of the story. Like mm-hmm. show me what it is. Like why are you this way? Like. Who did this to you? Like, you uh, know, like, who I did this to know. you, Queen? Like, <laughs> I, I want to know why she, is, like, has this mentality. So, um, I'm excited for it. That's fair. That's fair. I guess we'll see more of it as the year goes on. Maybe we'll get another trailer. Yeah. Um, now, it, do you think that it will be released straight onto Disney Plus Premium, or will it be in theaters? I, I believe so. That's iffy. And, that's iffy. Well, the reason the reason why I believe it is is because Disney they've been showing a trend where movies that you know they make money in the box office, but um, you know because of COVID and everything, they've been releasing their uh, their safe bets uh, on Disney Streaming Plus. So we got a uh, uh, Mulan, we have uh, Raya coming soon, we have Soul. They're releasing all of them on Disney Plus. However, there is one heavy hitter that they have not said is coming oh, to don't Disney Plus. Bring it we up. know bring what, it up. Black Widow. Ah! Disney knows that their Marvel properties make bank at the bank. box office. And they are not gonna let um Black Widow suffer a box office hit by releasing it only on Disney Plus. And again, 
they they haven't said anything yet. I, I think doesn't it have a release date for this year already. I believe well, it's May twenty fifth. Right. They did not say if it's going to stream. So at least I mean, for their Marvel properties, I think they're going to be releasing them in theaters. Everything else, including including uh, Cruella, will be on Disney Plus. I mean that's fine. I mean I'm going to go see Black Widow. Yeah, I'll pay thirty bucks. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. It's just I need them to like commit and stop doing this pushback. Yeah. And well, mm-hmm. here's the thing. This was supposed to be a Black, year ago. Black Widow was supposed to come out before WandaVision. Right? It was supposed to be last year. Literally last yes. year. Yes. So yeah. May of last, last year. year this time, yeah. I, I can't remember where it was, but while I'm watching WandaVision, they made a reference to something that happened, like based off the trailer that I saw in Black Widow. They made a reference to that. And I'm like, <gasps> Ooh. This was this is kind of messing up their timeline. Like, I wonder, like, I'm, how long they're going to keep pushing this back because I'm sure s- stuff is going to have to connect. I think know? enough is enough with, and, you know, digressing a little, but with Winter Soldier oh, yeah. and the Falcon coming out, uh, I think... They got to get this out already. Yeah, they got to like, get it out before right. things, yeah, start catching up and start, you know, outpacing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know... With that said, let's move on to the next trailer that came out this mm. week. And oh yeah, <laughs> I'm indifferent about this one too. I, but the, the Snyder I, Cut of Justice League, and for those who don't know, Justice League came out uh, what four years ago now in 2017. 20 yeah, 2016, 2017, and so, it the time. was originally helmed by director Zack Snyder. 2017, yep. And Zack Snyder left the project mid-post-production due to a family tragedy, mm-hmm. and right. it was picked right. up by Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron director Joss Whedon. Josh Whedon. And he's got his own problems going on right now. But, uh, <laughs> oh, yes. you know, Bloody. the biggest, the big thing was DC, nobody was vibing with these movies because they were just too dark and Josh Whedon came on and kind of gave it like that Avengers like lightheartedness, spunky. yeah, that mm-hmm. spunky type feel, and mm-hmm. that was really hit or miss with fans. So now fans, again, this is the power of social media and the power of fandom. Fans, this started as a hashtag. It started as a hashtag. It did, and it look what happened. Zack Snyder said, "I'm back. I'm gonna finish my original reshoots for this movie, and I'm gonna give you my cut." So, so just to be clear it. on it, though, so there were reshoots, like, like after the fact, right? So Josh like, Whedon, yeah, he was brought on to do the reshoots, yes. That's where you get the uh, digital mustache removal. Oh, God, the, the pinnacle of CGI. Oh, man, that was, that was grade A quality. I was and so you, convinced. I couldn't look, tell. That's the problem, though. We talk about Justice League. And we don't much have, ne- we can't think of the necessarily good stuff. We think of the stuff of them CGIing Henry Cavill's mustache off. Like, <laughs> why is that our go-to thought? And I mean, I honestly can't remember anything about Justice League. I, I don't remember the plot. I just remember. I remember Steppenwolf. That's Who's it. a trash villain? And he I'm looks over- pretty bad. <laughs> Listen, I'm over here like, who's asking for this movie? <laughs> like, I mean, I guess bad the fans it. were asking for this movie. But are I you... mean, I guess I guess to have the final say, like, okay, what what was the original take on Justice League, and let that be the final nail in the coffin. 
but it's been four years. Name me one movie where they came and revisited it, which again, Justice League was, in my opinion, not a good movie. It was but name a movie where after four years, they said, let's try to do it again. But instead of doing a sequel, let's do the first one better again. <laughs> this will be the first. That's baffling. No? Am I crazy? No, but I mean, like, no. it would make sense if, like, for them to spend all this time, money, energy into doing this, if this was going to kind of continue on, you know, like, with the DC universe. You know, like, okay, well, maybe we can revamp it and, like, it'll add to the story plot for the next upcoming movies. But I don't think Ben Affleck is coming back as Batman. He's I not. I don't think the actor who plays Cyborg is coming back. Ray Fisher. Oh, yeah. He's, um, he's gone. You know about him, right? And mm-hmm. Josh Whedon. He's the reason Ray Fisher got into some legal... Tr- not necessarily... He presented that his time filming, filming the Justice League reshoots were uh, made very unprofessional, intolerable by Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon's now under heavy fire from past actors and past uh staff that have worked with them for so many are coming uh, out yeah so many even like from like buffy the vampire days these people are coming out crazy he does make a toxic atmosphere and so no he's not coming back either ray fisher is not coming back he's not because i think originally he was going to be in the flash movie right he was going to appear in the flash movie you're correct so it's like should you guys continue on or you know maybe throw it well it's just like it's just like where do you go from once this once this movie comes out are people still on board with the dc universe right i feel like even wb's not really on board with aside from doing these you know the, the snyder cut i feel like all the recent dc movies they've just been kind of doing their own thing you know wonder like, woman 84 was really standalone you it know, was didn't standalone really, it did yeah. not connect o- at all to the overall it, DC Extended Universe. No, not at all. It did not. Shazam. Oh, it didn't thing. connect with you? It was okay. Ah. But yeah, Shazam. Shazam was great. I, w- I enjoyed Shazam. Right. I, really enjoyed Shazam. I, I liked it. I liked it. I, like, in the grand scheme of things, it just didn't really connect with anything. You know? That, like That's fair. Uh, it didn't. It, yeah. It made references to the other heroes. but It did. It did. So I, I, I liked it for that as a standalone movie, just ignoring everything else of like uh, you know the, the mythos that it comes from. I liked it. I liked it. I, it. It was a good I, movie. I thought Aquaman was a good movie. You know, Aquaman was good. It 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 looked like DC finally entered that area of like uh, oh like the Marvel pass. You know, so sometimes you'll get a Marvel movie and it doesn't wow you necessarily, but it still passes. It's like okay. That's typical Marvel fair. It gets a passing grade for me. For me, that was uh, Aquaman. Aquaman got a passing grade. I'm like, okay, I wasn't blown away, but it was good. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Mm -hmm. And then I feel that begs the question, here they can, we've seen they can do good. Why revisit this? And again, I don't find Justice League a good movie at all. On top of that, Suicide Squad is not good. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That well, but Jared Leto is back. Jared, he's oh, back. Right. Yes. yes. Jared Leto did reshoots for the Snyder Cut. Well, for the Snyder Cut, but not for Suicide Squad. No, not for Suicide Squad. Okay. But no, 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 no. for the Snyder Cut, Jared Leto is back. Right. We but did then, see a snippet okay. of him. 
why would you do that though if you're not going to continue on with that actor playing that character in your next couple Joaquin. of movies especially with su- the next suicide squad oh that- under james gunn right make it make sense it doesn't it can't it doesn't make any sense oh, i don't get it man. i'm not here for it and like marvel's doing such a phenomenal job with like multiverses and having people kind of like understand these multiverses but with dc's like it's because they took their time how many batmans are there like (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that's right robert uh, what's his name the guy who shines in the light oh Oh, robert pattinson Pattinson. sorry robert pattinson yes yeah you got his batman movie coming out soon is is this in the same universe is this the same uh, oh man yeah i and again, you don't see Marvel going back to go rewrite Thor The Dark World and make it better. Nope. You know? No, they moved on. They realized, yeah. yeah. But but that's the thing. Ass, is like, uh, they moved on. Like, they got to wait. Like, a fantastic director, Taikita Watiti. Mm-hmm. He, is, mm-hmm. he is so good. I don't know if you've yes. ever seen any of his other stuff, like What We Do in the Shadows. He is hilarious. I've seen, um, what was that movie about uh, Nazi Germany. Oh, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo yeah. Rabbit. That movie was so hilarious. Yes, Jojo. Oh Did we see God. that together? I felt I saw saw that with you. No, we. Uh, I know we were on a track to watch a bunch of like the Oscar nominated movies before uh-huh. last year's Oscar. So I remember watching it on my own. I don't think we went though to go see it, but um, Jojo Rabbit still like phenomenal film. I, I and, love Jojo Rabbit. And that's what um, they need to do is, yeah, get these directors who not necessarily known for heavy on the action films. And yeah, move on. Give us something new. Give us, you know, creativity. Shazam and Aquaman were relatively good movies. The first Wonder Woman, relatively good movies. Stop mm-hmm. hanging out here in the terrible past. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <goodness. laughs> Lingering on. on. Guys, we could be just as cool as Avengers. Just give us another chance. Nah, I'm, I'm out, man. Nah. I'm out. I'm pulling <laughs> out. It's going to be four hours long. Absolutely. Oh, oh my God. Wait, I, I swear this thing was supposed to come out like almost a year ago because I, I swear we hear new news about it every other week. Oh, it's going to be a three-hour movie. Oh, it's going to be a four-hour long episode, uh, a season split into three or four parts. What, what is it, man? When is it coming out? Just come out already. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Let's, um, let's get this over with. They're like, the fans. The fans will sit down and they'll watch it for four hours. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but like, I'm not like, rushing to it. Yeah. So. I'm not. I'll, I'll probably tune in for like, you know, each part. Like, you know, okay, that's... That's what happens in part one. I mean, you know what'll be hilarious, right? You know what'll be hilarious if we actually watch this and and we come out with completely polar opposite views from where we started. I mean, (sighs) it could happen. I thought it could happen. I don't think it will happen, but it can. It It can happen. (laughs) I mean, time will tell. We'll see. I mean, whatever. This trailer was—it was interesting, say the least. It like, was interesting. New footage, new characters. All somewhere. trailers can deliver. It's a, whether or not the actual film can. So yeah. Now speaking of also trailers, there's another trailer that came out. There was one more. Yes. Ooh, there was one uh, more. Mortal. What was it, it was oh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. <good. laughs> Mortal uh, Kombat. Uh, now, Doctor Jace, I know you're you know quite the gamer yourself. Mm-hmm. Myself included. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Darce, are you consider yourself a gamer? So the literally the only games that I will ever play are fighting games. <laughs> like I, I Ooh, right up your alley. when it comes to like shooting games and stuff like Call of Duty, I'm garbage. I think I accidentally shot myself at one point. Um, but these <laughs> fighting games like Injustice, Street Fighter, you know. I Ooh, injustice. love those games. And so seeing that trailer for Mortal Kombat, I was like, ooh, this is going to be good. Okay, so you're excited. It was. I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm optimistic towards it. Okay. Opti- I think optimistic is the right word. I, I think Darce hit it right on the head. Uh, I was, you know, there have been posters and news the last couple weeks about this movie. And I was kind of just indifferent. I really wasn't paying attention, honestly. I was like, oh yeah, I already know Mortal Kombat movie. It's 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 gonna be bad or whatever, but I just I just ignored it. And then when the trailer came out, I, I still didn't watch it, but then I I, uh, I think it was uh, Grandmaster, he was saying like, oh yeah, maybe we should talk about Mortal Kombat. And then I started thinking, uh, you know what? Let me let me give it a shot. Let me let me see what people are losing their minds over. And I'll admit, I am optimistic i'm not too familiar with the mortal kombat mythos i have played the games and i love the games they're super fun um but uh i'll I'll admit i was impressed the the wow factor for me was how creative they got a little bit with the uh the uh fatalities wow i thought that was i thought that was cool mm -hmm. i I thought it was cool so like the the big standout for me at least it it wasn't where you know they got punched through a hole in their chest that that's typical mortal Kombat stuff what was creative what i like was like there was a dude sub-zero was fighting and he was fighting with like sub-zero he was fighting with like a uh, his knife or chain or whatever and he cut the dude and then the blood that came from Rose's the dude, but he throws it, and then he stabs him in the throat with it. I'm like, oh my god, please give me more of that. The other fatalities were fine, but give me these creative ones, because the, the recent games they got really creative with the fatalities. They're outlandish, but they're Mortal Kombat, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they're that's, hilarious. That's part of its brand is to be like that crazy and out there, crazy um, violent, yeah, crazy violent and out there. Um, but yeah. I'm very optimistic towards it. I rewatched the Mortal Kombat movie like I think it was like two or three. Oh, the nineties. Oh, the nineties Mortal Kombat movie. And after seeing this trailer, I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> way better. It's gonna be Well, like, didn't the old movies have like this charming cheese to it in a so, way? It was just uh, charming is a very strong word. I don't know if it's charming. <laughs> Well, um, because I, I've always heard differing opinions about it. I, I thought they were bad, but there's some enthusiasts out there that really like the old movies because I, I don't know. I guess it was the only thing to compare it to. I guess you, you had nothing else to really say. Oh yeah, this is how you make a video game movie. Yeah. Uh, so I think so. I think it's also because like, at least when I was when the first time I saw that movie, I think it was like a year after I saw the Dragon Ball Z movie. Oh, no. So, <laughs> oh, the um, unspeakable, yes. I think video game or movie, yeah, video game movies, they can either flop so hard or they can be kind of, you know, pretty good. Well, yeah, with, you know, last uh, episode, we talked about Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I loved it. Yeah. It, blo- it broke the mold, in my opinion. It broke the mold of bad yeah. video game adaptation movies. Um, I haven't seen the Assassin's Creed movie. Um, haven't seen it either. It, it's it's 
it's all right. Okay. <laughs> it's, Prince of Persia yeah. was actually pretty fun. Oh, my God. Oh, Don't get God, this man started. Oh, Prince of Persia fan. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Thank you. I, I knew I wasn't the only one. I'm like, you know what? I know there's got to be someone else out there that had some level of fun with Prince of Persia. It was Persia. fun. And, you know, I think what it was also is that, like, I saw it with my older parents and, like, when they saw it, they're like, ah, this was fun. This was great. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it, it was fun. You know, you, there's no expectation for them. And getting that different demographic, that different audience that obviously has not played the game. And like, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, this is really cool. It's like a action Aladdin type thing. I'm like, okay, kind of racist, but that's fine. Like, well, I mean, that kind of nails it on the head. Same, it is. Pretty much it the is. same yeah, setting. Um. But you know, Mortal Kombat for me, I'm I'm not big on the Mortal Kombat series. I probably played it, I don't know, once or twice, uh, going over to people's houses, and whatnot. I, from what you know, my base understanding of the characters, it to me it looks like they did a great job with the cast. And me really? being a film buff, I think the cast looks great. I think they really mm-hmm. nailed the look. I'm glad there wasn't any like signs of whitewashing. So that <laughs> everyone, really happy. Everyone's skin tone matches. There's no Every, <laughs> everyone's perfect. skin tone it's matches perfect. and we're also getting giving a lot of, you know, uh like, you know, cred to like, you know, actors of Asian descent. I'm like, please yeah. give them their shine. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. I know uh Sub Zero's wearing a mask the whole time, but please cast an Asian actor. And they actually casted the actor, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for Sub-Zero. He's played by, oh gosh, I want to say the guy who plays uh, Thor's friend in the Thor films. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. I know he's in the film. And then uh, there are some other go- good actors. Also, no, I got his name wrong, but Joe, Joe Taslin plays Sub-Zero. Um, so he's okay. not in Thor films. Uh, no, Thor's friend, I believe, is actually playing Raiden. Goodness, we could go back and forth and me getting these wrong. It's the fact. <laughs> it's the fact They're all from the Thor it. mythos. They all got <laughs> casted in the same uh, studio room. Right. Okay, so yeah, Thor. Thor's friend, played by uh, actor, uh, forgive me, uh, Tadanabu Asano, is playing Raiden, and I like seeing diverse cast. Okay, give right. me a diverse cast. Uh, cast based on you know you know accuracy and I think that's really cool and I think this Mortal Kombat film looks like they nailed it and I'll probably just go to see how that plays out how these characters play along with each other and how these actors do so that's my hot take on that trailer so that's fair enough that's fair enough well I have to wait and see I think that pretty much wraps up our Grand Lion Tales. It was rather yes. a quiet week this week. Not, not too has, much happening. Yeah, but no, still, still, still interesting stuff. The stuff that did happen. Agree, agree. And, you know, maybe we'll get slow weeks. Maybe we'll get these bigger weeks, but take them all in uh, doses. That's fine by mm-hmm. me. We know at least WandaVision is going to deliver. <laughs> I mean, for yes. every week. Wow. Every week. Oh, God. Next week is gonna be it's gonna be crazy. I already know. And hey, maybe our guest supernova Dars will maybe join us in on next week's episode. Yeah, I would love to. 
Yeah. Every, hey. every Friday, it's like Christmas to me to go watch that WandaVision episode. So if I can go and nerd out for an hour with you guys, then I would love to do that. Sounds like a plan. Sounds Better like hope a plan. we invite you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Just kidding. That's that's Whoa. Dr. Jason's territory. He hey, tells me who to invite. There you go. The Yonko decide who sits at the Yonko table. <laughs> no, you're welcome anytime, Dark. You're welcome anytime. Um, but yeah, I would say that wraps up episode three of season zero. Pretty soon we're gonna make it official. We're gonna make it an official season one. Pretty soon. We just gotta iron out a couple of kinks here and there with like audio quality and whatnot but i would say that this is another great episode for season zero and uh we will catch you all next week with our grand line tales and of course as always the next episode of wandavision but yep take care guys gm darce adios jace signing off